people are talking. Thank you for joining me. I'm LaDonna Crawford. Today is Saturday, February 18, 2023. Okay, it's time again, everybody, for your short story. That's a new feature. This will be the second short story that I've published. And I do hope you enjoy it. Okay, well, Daniel was a 35-year-old male, Caucasian male, who had been recently released from the prison correctional facility in Portland, Oregon. Daniel had been in prison for 10 years. Unfortunately, he used to be a member of the Aryan Nation group, club, organization, and he had been convicted of taking a life, of killing a man, in a bar that stepped on his foot. However, the man was a black man. Daniel is a white man and he was very racist and very mean. The man stepped on his foot in the club and they had words and he actually pulled the knife and stabbed the man. So he'd done 10 years. And because it wasn't first degree, because it wasn't premeditated, he got second degree. I mean, he got manslaughter. And he did 10 years. So he was recently released from the system, from the correctional facility. Daniel had been taking courses and classes on um, anger management while he was incarcerated. He had accepted the Lord as his Savior and asked for forgiveness and was trying to start fresh. He was no longer a member, of course, of the Aryan Nation club, gang, what, you know, which one of the two. However, he had a little ways to go, you know. And so, he ended up in his probation, his parole officer's office, and he was talking to him about what his intentions were for the future. He had a temporary, he had a temporary part-time job site lined up for him, and he was also going to be having, residing at a halfway house for recent release um, felons. 
So Tuesday morning, following Daniel's release, he had to report to his job for the first day. He was going to be doing construction, and he's going to be working three days a week. And then he also would have temporary housing. So, Daniel had money for a motel and for, you know, the rest of the week and weekend until the following Tuesday when he was going to begin his new housing program. He was really so happy and pleased. He had family, but his family was in California. He called his mom and his sisters. His dad had passed away while he was in prison. And he talked with them and they were so happy. They were going to come out and visit with him. Everything was well. Everything all was good. He talked to his mom for a long time. And she was, she was happy. She was crying happy tears. As was his sisters, of course. So Daniel settled in to the motel. He got him something to eat on the way. He went into the motel and showered. He turned the TV on and he laid down on the bed and he rested and he took a nap. He woke up later on that night and he decided to do a little reading. He was into the Word, so he read a little bit of the good book, good book the Bible. Meanwhile, he was thinking how he was would like to have a companion. It had been a while while he was incarcerated because his lady friend, girlfriend, had left him and married someone and had a couple of children while he was away. And he had no companion all the time he was incarcerated. He was thinking that he was really lonely and that he felt as though he was ready to actually, he was healthy enough to begin a relationship with someone he'd like to think. So he did a little more reading. He said his prayers and he went back to sleep. He woke up, he went about his day, did a little shopping, he stopped at the park. It had been so long since he had, his feet had touched grass. He had been incarcerated all those years and there was no grass where he was. So he went to the park, it was a beautiful day. He actually wore sandals. It was a nice warm day. It was in July when he was released. So he wore sandals so that he could take them off and let the grass get put his feet on, walk through the grass and feel it under his feet between his toes. That was such a big deal. He was like a kid all over again. He realized he had missed out on so very much. And all the hate had his stored up inside of him, you know. He had so much 
to do and see and try to make up for lost time. Daniel made it through the weekend and through Monday. He was so excited about starting his new job. It was Tuesday morning and he was up bright and early. He had him some eggs and some coffee and he set out on his way to his new job. He had to stop at the personnel office and check in and do all his paperwork first. He took the bus. It was not very far from the motel where he was staying. He took the bus. He went into the office and he sat down and he was told to take a number and and have a seat and they would call him. When he was called in, a young lady stood up and she said, Daniel Lewis, and he, and she looked around and he stood up and he looked at her and he, no, he said, oh, in his mind, oh my goodness, she was beautiful. However, she was a black woman. In his mind, he smiled to himself because he didn't realize how beautiful black women could be. He had never even taken the time to look at any of them, you know, in his other life when he was this racist Aryan Nation member. And so she, he walked towards her and she introduced herself. Hi, I'm Sheila Williams. I'll be helping you this morning with your paperwork and everything for your new position. And he thanked her and she went into her office and they sat down and she discussed everything with him. And of course, he had to, you know, be revealed. They knew his history, that he had been recently released from prison and they were in a, a program, they were, you know, that helped um, newly release to get back on their feet. So they all knew his history and everything, you know, why he had been incarcerated for how long. So they discussed everything. She told him how much he would be making, when he would get paid, how he would get paid. And she said, if things work out, it's quite possible that we could keep you on here. So he thanked her very much. He gave her him her card. And she told him when he gives the phone number to let them know and you know where he'll be. His phone number, of course. And they, of course, already knew where he would be residing. And so he thanked her. And she said, today you're doing all your paperwork. You will actually start tomorrow at 6.30 in the morning. You will get off at 2.30 in the afternoon. So he thanked her and then he laughed out and then he decided he would stop and get some lunch, walk by the park, you know, when he get off the bus and then go in to his new place. He went into his new place, he settled, checked in with everyone, he settled in. It was a nice place. He had a room to himself. However, the kitchen was, you know, everyone ate in the kitchen if they wanted to. 
and then the bathroom facilities were also outside of the room. He had a television in his room. He was allowed to have a television and a refrigerator in his room. So he went into his room and he relaxed. He undressed, turned the TV on, and he, he just sat there and he was thinking, wow, he couldn't help but think about the lady at the personnel office, how pretty she was, and he didn't notice any rings on her fingers. However, he had never dated anyone outside of his race before. Of course, he had to see her again to finish his paperwork, and he was wondering if it was against the rules to ask her to go out possibly with him later on down the road. Well, as time went on, Daniel thrived. He finished his 90-day probation on the job. He did so well, he was made a foreman on the job. Also, he started a support group for first offenders called Second Chances for First Offenders. Also, Daniel and Sheila became friends and then for a while they became man and woman, boyfriend, girlfriend. They were in a relationship and ultimately that turned into a Yes, marriage. He'd never been married, and she had not either. They had no children separately, but they had two children together. Daniel also speaks about how he was once racist and mean and ignorant of people of color and how he had now married a black woman has two biracial children with her and is so happy happier than he's been ever in his life so he speaks to people that are reformed racist so to speak if that's a term I just saying he speaks to people men and women who are racist and who have changed and the ones that want to change and that is the story of ebony and ivory thank you all for listening if you enjoyed this please share with your family and friends great Go out and have a wonderful day. Be good to yourself. And remember, Jesus loves you. Even if you don't know him, I love him. Peace, everybody.
what we need to survive together.